<laughs> everybody. All right, I told you two episodes this week. I'm here. I'm delivering on that promise. I wouldn't dare upset you guys. Happy uh, happy Friday if you're listening to this Friday morning. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 12. We made it. We're here. Um, let's jump right into this shit. Short and sweet today. We've got 17 new cases of monkeypox in the state of Massachusetts. Shit is hitting the fucking fan. I wish, like, I wish so much that I could just, like, shrink myself down to be, like, on a bacterial level and just see, like, you know, fucking COVID just chilling and realizing monkeypox is trying to walk in on their corners and profit on their corners, you know? I better go down something like this. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, fucking COVID. Oh, no, you didn't, bitch. You know, get out of my level. Unbelievable. Can you fucking believe it? We get out of one pandemic and we jump right into the right into the next one. <laughs> what the fuck kind of a race are we, huh? We got to be the most like ill-equipped species to ever walk this planet. Seriously. Fucking dinosaurs had million years, million year reigns, and we're over here fucking around. We're like 120,000 years in, and we're just completely fucking it up. We're one nuclear blast away from just being fucking dust. Like Kansas said, all we are is dust in the wind. You know? On some of that shit. Wow. I don't even know what it looks like, to be honest with you. I, I've heard... People talking about the monkey pox. You know, I like have like this vision in my head, but like I don't know if it's like on par with reality. So let's let's do a real time live look at what monkey pox looks like. So let's uh let's take it to Google Images, the uh, one stop shop for all your disgusting Oh <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, if you haven't seen this, you got to see this shit. This is something really to look forward to here, guys. Oh, my God. So we fucking go from a, a ramped up common cold to, to fucking boils and blisters. And this fucking guy, this bloke, he's got his nose falling off. Things are all black, blue. Oh, my God. Little African baby covered. Oh, we're fucked. We are fucked in real time. This shit's going down. What is it? Why? What What have we done to deserve this shit? You know? Like, I don't know. We've got to... We get to thank the celebrities for this, I think. You know? It's like God was looking down. It was like, all right. Kanye West is fucking naming his kid after directions and shit. Southwest or whatever the fuck she's, her, her name is. Northeast, Southwest. You know, he was like, fuck this. We're done. Give him the pox, you know. Oh, boy, we are so fucked. But you know what? It is what it is. We can take it. We've been through worse. Black Plague, you know. Look at all the good that came out of that. 
Got a bunch of great books, great movies, shit like that. We got that really cool and unique song, um, Ring Around the Rosie, Pocket Full of Posies. You know, if you didn't know that, that song's about the Black Death, Black Plague. Sure as fuck is. Check it out. Read your history books. Hope everybody had a really great day out there. I know I was wet. I was wet from head to toe all fucking day. And it was like one of those days where nothing you could do, there was no possible way to avoid being wet. You got wet outside, then you went inside, and if you were in a basement, forget it. You were fucking done. It was like muggy as a bastard. I didn't check. I usually am like the the fucking humidity police. And I like immediately I take a guess. I'm like, yeah, it's 93. Usually I'm off by one or two or maybe three tops, you know, uh, percentages off. Uh, But I'm usually pretty good. But I didn't check today. I'm pretty fucking pissed off at myself because it was bad. I don't know if anybody else was outside, but that shit was awful. And it's like, I had this this guy today just fucking with me, which made it all the worse, you know? I'm like soaked head to toe. I'm working in his basement. It's muggy as hell. Sweat is just like fucking like raining out of my head, you know? It's like dripping onto my tools in front of me. It's going my eyes, my ears, my mouth. I mean, it was horrible. And it's like... I don't know. I, I, I'm like trying to just get this. All I'm trying to do at this at this point is just get out of this job. And every probably 15 minutes, he would just sneak up on me. It's quiet basement. Quietest basement steps I've ever heard. Actually, that I've never heard in my life. Usually basement steps are like really fucking like creaky, rickety. You almost... It's almost impossible not to know that somebody's like headed down the stairs. Usually in probably 98% of houses. But for whatever reason, this guy's uh this guy's situation, his shit was quiet, completely quiet. And it's old house too, which was a total mind fuck. And he would just pop up behind me and just like, "Hey," or you know, Oh, you know, like he would just say shit and it would just jolt my whole fucking system. I get spooked really easily. I don't like the dark. I like night lights, uh, shit like that. You know, when I used to live solo, I would have all of my bar lights like turned on all night and the buzz from, from the lights was great. Uh, the, 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 the light itself like had me with the illest uh, fade ever. I would just be completely knocked out. Uh, couple that with 60 degree temperature from the air conditioning. I mean, it was like you had to be there. It was fucking tremendous. And, uh, you know, now I'm like with my girl, it's gotta be pitch black, dead silent, you know, no fun, no games. Just the bedroom is where you go to fucking sleep. That's it. You know, that's all you get. And, uh, so I'm very, I'm very skittish, you know, especially at night, but, and it was kind of like dark in this house. So I guess that kind of was like one of those things where, 
you can find parallels and things and it's like well yeah you know it's it's dark so your body's kind of like well perhaps it's nighttime and then boom this guy comes out of fucking nowhere hey you know and it just jolted the shit out of me the last time i just i looked at him and gave him the fucking eyes and you know i think that time he got the message and i just said what can i do for you my friend you know in my defense he didn't speak very good english and you know uh, it's really tough to like i i, I don't want to tell you to to fucking beat it you know cuz it's your own house but i'm kind of telling you to beat it you know in a way in the most respectful way possible you know and all my trades guys you know exactly what i'm talking about you know there's different ways there's different ways to like go about it so for my trades people out there this is for you cuz i think that for the most part i'm actually a very well spoken person when it comes to dealing with customers this is typically what i say if if i go to a job and i've got what's called a hawk you know an eagle eye if you will they're over your shoulder they're breathing down your fucking neck you know and they're just there they're near you you know they're what makes it even worse is when they don't conversate with you they just sit there and stare you know that's that that's the worst of the worst right there and typically what I'll do is I will just say you know if I can you know and usually you can get the vibe before you even start the job like this guy is going to be a fucking hawk um you know I'll just start the job off by saying once I bring all my tools and I go Okay, so we ask that we have the area to ourselves while we take care of the job. Um, if I need anything, I will definitely let you know. And uh, you just uh, go upstairs, enjoy a nice cup of coffee, and watch the TV, and I'll let you know when we're all set. And usually that works great. You know, they're like, sounds good, thanks, you know, but they're told you can hear that they wind, they really wanted to fucking sit there and hawkeye the shit out of you, you know? But that's what works for me. But this guy, he didn't speak English. It just wasn't fucking registering at all. Lights were on. Wasn't a fucking soul home, you know? And uh, so I kind of had to just deal with it. He wasn't there the whole time, luckily. Thank God. But, like, every time he would fucking scare the shit out of me. And, I mean, like, the last time I fucking, I yelled. His wife, you know, is yelling down the stairs, uh, I forget his name, but, you know, she's yelling his name and he's fucking, he's like, no, he's, I, I have to imagine he's explaining like, oh, I scared the shit out of the fucking plumber again. You know, I'm trying to fix you. I'm trying to fix your, your water main. I got your water off. You know, it's fucking a billion degrees. I got sweat pouring off my fucking face. I got water in parts of my body that I've never even fucking explored yet. I mean, it's just, it's just madness. It's pandemonium, and you want to break my balls, you know? I think I, it was an older guy. I think he was getting a kick out of it, you know? Because it's tough when you don't speak the same language. You got to find ways to like fuck around with each other, you know? Because ball breaking really is like a really big bonding agent with people, especially a customer to a. a, a uh, you know, uh, a worker, you know, as long as you're not an asshole. I mean, you can't be an asshole about it, but you can have a little bit of fun here and there, you know, say little jokes. But this guy was just fucking scaring the shit out of me. It was driving me crazy. And with that being said, you know, 
if you're if you realize that you're a person who likes to uh, watch or likes to air quotes learn, so you watch. Do do me and the rest of the trades a favor, or or anybody. It doesn't even matter what it is. Stop watching. Think about it. When you're in the office, do you want your boss in in your cubicle, two feet away, watching over your shoulder, Hawkeyeing the shit out of you? Now imagine this. Something came unplugged under your desk. You're bent over. Your ass crack is hanging out. Your boss is standing right behind you. Doesn't that raise your fucking blood pressure? Doesn't that get the fucking agita going? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. So back up. Go sit down. Enjoy your news. You know, and like that's the thing that, that, that gets me. You're in your house. There's nowhere on planet Earth that I will have more shit to do and keep myself busy than in my own house. I could wash the floors. I could clean my house. I could go cut the grass. I could go into my shop and do shit. Um, I could go wash my car. Literally, it's the one place in the world that I can literally do whatever the fuck I want except for murder, you know? That's saying a lot. And then these people, you know, want to breathe down your back. Don't be that person, guys. Seriously. Just back the fuck up. I made a joke, you know, like, it's actually not really that big of a joke. Like, it's at this point, I'm really considering it. I want to get a tramp stamp, you know, right above my ass crack. And I want it to be, like, the most, you know, if you've ever seen my tattoo, I've got a really detailed, I was, you know, I'm still into cars. I got, you know, some cool turbos and shit like that, you know, car pots, you know, that, you know, car guys would look at it and go, oh, it's fucking sick. And it's really detailed and like, it's like picture perfect. It looks like a picture. And, um, you know, I, I want to get two eyes, like a set of eyes, really, really clear, really nice and put those as a tramp stamp. And then, you know, if my shirt hikes up a little bit higher, I want to have something like, I don't know, like just words that say like, what the fuck are you looking at or something like that? Or if you're reading this, fuck off, you know, I just, I think like that would be the best tattoo ever out of all the shit that I see people getting nowadays. They're like getting fucking their cat, uh, you know, on their forearm or they're getting a, um, you know, their dog paw, you know, on their fucking forehead. It's like, now what happens, you know, you're, you're 20 years old. What happens when this fucking dog dies in a year or two and then you've got your whole life ahead of you? You're going to have probably another hundred fucking dogs. What are you going to put there, Prince? Your whole body's just become a dog foot cheetah print design, you know? It's unbelievable. So if people could do that, I don't see any problem with me getting you know, the Malokai's on my ass, you know? Then everybody's sitting there going, oh, pull your pants up. I cannot stress this enough. I don't give a shit who you are, what you weigh, what you're doing. If you're in that position, if you're hunched over under a sink, a vanity, um, whatever, um, or even just check yourself. 
you know, you're on the ground scrubbing something. Your ass is going to be out. I don't give a fuck who you are. There's no plumbers, you know, sag their pants. I got a belt and I keep that bitch tight, 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 tight. And my pants still come down. There's nothing you can do. You're hunched over, you know. It's like, well, you don't want people to look at your ass crack that don't have it hanging out. I got no choice. Trust me. <laughs> what am I going to do? Change jobs because you don't want to see my ass? Stop looking. You shouldn't be in the room. Bail. Get out. Scat. But what are you going to do, right? It's America. If you want to sit there and bother the fuck out of me instead of going to do something productive, I guess you get to do that. You know? This is Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god hey did anybody see the uh anybody seeing all this shit about tom brady and his wife i guess their relationship is in the in the shitter how does anybody know what's going on like in these people's relationships i've never ever understood that who's the fucking rat like if they really truly know what's going on who is the rat you know, because it's not like it's not like something plain to see. It's not like you got to it's not like, all right, well, J-Lo's got a zit on her fucking forehead. You know, you could see a zit. You could feel a zit. You could observe a zit and go, OK, she's going through it, you know. It, But you can't do that with a relationship. Well, you're going to look at two people walking down the street and go, oh, they fucking it's over. You know, I don't get it. What are the kids calling the tabloids? Like, oh, I got a fucking, I got a story for you, TMZ. You know, their mom and dad. <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't get it. You know, nobody knows shit about my relationship. Not that people probably give a shit, but like I make little jokes here and there. You know, I exaggerate some things, but like in reality, you could probably ask my best friend and go, you know, what's what's the deal with him? And he'd probably look at you and go, I I really don't have a fucking clue. You know, I think he's happy. You know, he could be sad. I, I don't know. You know, but like that's like a, a, a small level. We're looking at like celebrities here. And it's like, well, everybody knows everything about celebrities, you know, because they're celebrities, you know. No, I I don't understand. I don't go for that, you know? How the fuck do you know what's going on in somebody's bedroom? And I'm not talking about, like, sexually. I'm talking about, like, tension-wise, you know? How do you know that they're fucking arguing, you know? I certainly couldn't. I could never, you know? I don't know. I'll tell you who's I'll tell you who's really going to be going through it though. Fucking uh what's his name? Uh from from uh Maroon 5 there. Oh, Adam Levine. You want to talk about somebody that's going to be having a divorce real soon? That dude is next on the chopping block. You see that? He's out there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Adam Levine you know, the guy from Maroon 5. He looks like every soccer player ever. He's, he just, I guess he got pinched sending the DM to some, some Instagram thought, you know, and being, it was something about like, 
I want to name my child after you type shit. And then like five other Insta thoughts came out and said, oh my God, he said the same shit to me, you know? And I know, don't, you know, oh, why are they Insta thoughts? They're just girls on Instagram. No, they're not. No, they're not. Who the fuck posts? Let me ask you something. When you go to the gym and you're you're sweating like a fucking bastard, you know, you've got sweat on your ass crack, you know, you stink, you you look all oily and greasy and your hair's disheveled and, you know, what worse time would you want somebody to take a picture of you? I ask you. No. The answer's unequivocally no. Yet, here these girls are, they're like on the fucking elliptical, they show up for five minutes, you know, and they hop on the elliptical and have somebody fucking film them on the elliptical, and the whole screen is filled with ass, you know? It's not like they're, like, shooting it from the front or, like, you know, something where you could have commentary back and forth. It's like a straight shot of their ass. That's an insta-thought. Now, there's some accounts out there where it's like, all right, you've got, you know, uh, a girl that's actually, like, trying to show you something she's like but but th- you could tell the difference because those ones are trying to talk to you they're like walking you through it they're like you're gonna bend your leg behind your neck and then next you're gonna you know uh put your ass under your elbow and now you're gonna crack your back and this is gonna you know tighten your hamstring or whatever the fuck it is that they do you know but these insta broads it's like yeah, I'm working out, and it's like they're fucking racked. Their their tits are just, that's the whole picture, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're learning a lot here, you know, real informative, real nice. Meanwhile, fucking Adam's over here taking notes and shit, you know? But he got pinched by by the whole media circus, you know, for doing this shit, so... His wife is definitely going to be, he's on the fucking chopping block now. God bless him, you know? See, that's the thing, man. You want to be out in the fucking, out in the uh, the spotlight, you know? Those footlights shine bright, man. You get burnt sometimes. And boy, is he getting burned now. But if he met up with those girls, he'd really get burned. Fucking guy, he'd end up with the clap and everything else. Unreal. I read a um I read an article about um Bryce Dallas Howard who is the 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 beautiful like drop dead gorgeous redhead from uh from the Jurassic Park movies like the most recent ones you know what I mean and uh I mean she's just fucking dynamite as it turns out, she just came out and she said that the uh, the filmmakers told her that she's going to drop a shit ton of weight before she's allowed to come on set and shoot. Could you imagine telling her that? Every man in America watches that movie and it's fucking, <laughs> you know, and you're going to tell her that? That shit's wild, man. Hollywood, Hollywood is a crazy, crazy place. Only in Hollywood would you, like, be able to tell somebody, yeah, lose some weight, you fat fuck, and then we'll, we'll hire you, you know? I mean, I guess that's the thing, though, you know? 
you want to be in the in the spotlight, you got to like really hone in on your image or you got to keep up a certain image. That is so fucking unhealthy, it's nuts. I'm not talking about physical-wise. It's probably more healthy than anything. But mentally, that's got to be a, a real fucking source of contention, man. I can only imagine. Imagine, you know, especially women. Not really guys so much, I don't think, you know. But women, it's like they, you know, I would imagine that they probably want you to look the same way that you looked right from Jump Street. They want Jennifer Aniston to look right now on a fucking casting call exactly the way she looked back in the fucking 90s shooting Friends. You know what I mean? That's wild. That's some crazy, crazy shit, you know? But what are you going to do? You want to make millions of dollars? I mean, shit. If somebody told me to drop fucking 40 pounds for millions of dollars, I'd just stop eating. I just tell my wife, I'd say, you know what? Lock me in the fucking basement. You know, give me like a bowl of water and one slice of bread a day, and I'll fucking make it happen. For millions of dollars, sheesh. Easy money, you know? But I mean, now keep that going for years and years and years and years, though. It's a motherfucker. I could never do that. Never in a million years. They are normalizing people being husky, though. See, that's the thing. You know, they want the huskies now so that way everybody feels inclusive and everything, you know? So that is good. So you never know. I mean, Jennifer Aniston might pack on fucking 70 pounds, you know, and weigh, you know, two and a half, you know, almost 300 bills, you know, and she's fucking getting casted more than ever. You know, it's possible. You can't. It's one of those things you can't knock until you try it. Maybe everybody likes Husky Jennifer Aniston. It's possible. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say no until I see it. So we'll see. And you know what? That day might never come. That day might never come. But you know, if it does, I'm here with open arms. Like Journey. Faithfully. <clears throat> You know, I'm finding myself in like one of those, it's a weird thing that happens to me on Thursdays. Usually like in the afternoon, I'll get like this feeling like I want to go up to New Hampshire, you know, and and just spend the weekend up there. It's like this weird, like, I can't really explain it. You know the feeling that back when you were in school and, you know, it was Wednesday night right before Thanksgiving and you know you you just remember that you've got tomorrow, Friday and the weekend off. It's like you get like this shiver that just works its way from like the inside of your chest out to like the tips of your fingers. It just works through your arms. It's like the same exact thing for me. Like that's what happens. And I had that today and I'm like you can't fucking do it, you know? I have to, like, and it, this is what sucks more than anything about the gas prices being through the fucking roof. You know, it's not the day-to-day shit. It's it's the, the lack of ability to travel. I find myself, like, not going up north 
as much as I used to do, you know, the past few years, you know, because of the price of gas. You know, I used to be able to get up there. You know, my my F-150, it's, you know, up until, well, let's let's see. About a month ago, it probably would have cost like $140, and I'm not fucking kidding, $140 to fill it. And that's with 89. I'm a 93 boy. Anything of mine, I'm putting 93 in it. You know, that's that's just principle day one shit for me. You know, I want the cleanest burning shit. I'll spend the extra. It is what it is. But, like, I can't. I, we're at the point in time where I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm really, you know, saying in my head every time I grab the, the nozzle and the little lights are flashing, I'm like, ah, can 87 really be that bad? I got to, like, fucking pinch myself, you know, and go just... Just get the eighty nine. You know, you you you're halfway to 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 you know the dark side, if you will. You know, but it's like even that. You know, it's a thirty cent difference, and you gotta fucking bite the bullet if you want. And it's like I can't do that every other weekend anymore. Cause you know, fucking two years ago, it was like I could go up there, drive around do whatever I wanted literally for a hundred bucks. Now I got to fill up twice, you know, for the ride up there, riding around, doing my thing, driving back. That's two Phillips. That's like, that's like literally 280 just in gas alone. Now forget about, you know, the food, you know, you're not going to cook in the house when you're up there. So you're going out, you know, uh, you know, you're stopping at stores and shit like that. You know, we, we've gone through this before, you know, and it's like you couple that with the gas. It's, it's just it's a no brainer. You have to say no. You know, it sucks when you're an adult. It's, it's the worst feeling being an adult when you have to be responsible. If you everything, if you're being lackadaisical about everything, you don't give a fuck. You know, you know, if you got a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks in your bank account, and you just, that that's your vibe, and you're good, you know, and I know some people that literally, as long as they see a three and two zeros in their bank account, you know, they're good, they, they're willing to do anything, they're willing to go to a fucking Celtics game, and they'll blow that all in one shot, you know, and you know who you are, you will blow that shit in one shot, You'll rack up the fucking credit, you know, because after that's gone, you still got fucking a, a $10,000 line of credit. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? You're in no danger. You're good. You know what I mean? Now, whether you understand how debt works, I'm not quite sure, but that's the way that they live and they're content. And you know what? If if you can get away with that, do your thing. Do your thing. Fuck it. You know? But for me, it's like I gotta, I gotta keep myself throttled down. I gotta be careful because I am that guy. At the end of the day, I'm like, you know, it's like the, the the fat guy that just can't control himself. You know what I mean? He's just he's gotta eat everything in his fucking path, you know. But you gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep little trouble, you know, deep inside your gut and keep him under wraps because if not, shit's gonna get hairy. You know what I mean? The same thing with me and money. It's like I want to go out, and the minute that I see, and I'm I'm so bad. I'm good. I know for a fact. I was watching the Hoarders the other night, 
and I know for a fucking fact that that's where I'm destined. God forbid I ever hit the lottery. Every penny of that is going to go towards fucking junk. I'm talking about useless, dirty, rusty tools, dirty, filthy signs. I am going to contact Mike and Frank Wolf from the American Pickers, and I'm just going to tell them, let me sit in the back seat, and whatever the fuck you guys pick out, I'll just buy it. Just useless shit. Rusty rocking horses and, like, you know, creepy Annabelle dolls. Like, I'm just going to buy everything, and that's, like, just my nature. And it's weird because I really don't have anybody that's a hoarder per se in my family because I know that shit is, like, actually embedded in people's genetics, which is scary, you know? Because you might be, you know, you're probably listening right now going, am I a hoarder? You might, you might be, but it's not going to come out until a little bit later in life. You, you, you know, it, it it takes something to happen. You know what I mean? Ma dies or, or your father dies or you get an inheritance from, you know, your great uncle's cousin, you know, that you never met. You know, he wrote you in the will just to spite his wife, you know, and you get a fucking bag. Maybe you get $200,000 on the policy, you know. And and now you live in Lodge, you know, next thing you know, you've got, you know, 10 cats, you know, you've got paper, uh, paper, you know, bowls filled with cat food all over your yard. And, you know, you've got boxes and boxes of unopened beanie babies and shit like that. This happens to real people. And I just worry that this is where I'm headed. So it's almost scary to think, you know. Do I, you, I got to sit here and go, do I really want to do better with my life or do I need to keep it at the level that it's at right now? Because if I do any better, we're going to have a fucking problem, you know? I don't know. It's one of those, one of those internal battles, if you will, you know? And I'm, I'm not sure I'm winning. I'm not sure I'm winning. I'll tell you what, though. It was fucking, it was... Something else watching that show. I, I used to, it's funny because I used to watch Hoarders like A&E was my shit. I don't know what it was like year 2010 to like 2012. A&E was the end all be all. Always on, you know, you you had intervention. My mother would scare the fuck out of me with that. Um, but I loved it. I would watch that. Then Hoarders would be on right after that. Then they'd have like, you know, some weird, you know, show about a murder. You know, it's just A&E was my shit. And I used to watch Hoarders and I would just, I don't know really what it would do to me. It's one of those things you want to laugh, but you're also like, oh, shit, you know. And I just happened to like, I was actually watching videos on YouTube, and uh, I was watching I Survived, which, oh, another amazing show, you know, and uh, this guy had gotten mauled by a bear, so I'm watching that, you know, and everything's great, and uh, then Hoarders just kind of came on the the next up, you know, they they have the autoplay now, which is like the fucking feature from hell, Um, so it just puts on the next fucking thing, and... It put on hoarders, 
And next thing you know, I go from, you know, hearing about this guy getting his fucking face ripped off by a grizzly bear to this video, you know, footage of this lady scooping just like gallons of diarrhea out of a fucking Home Depot bucket in her house. I mean, it is like I was completely grossed out. And it's funny because, like, the the specialists there, they didn't give a shit. They're like, they come in, they're like, oh, yeah, you got it. You got the hoarding bug pretty bad, you know, and they're, like, like diving on top of the shit to go room from room, room for room, and, like, she's telling the, the people about how her mother fucking died in the house and how her mother showed her how to shit in the bucket, and she's just dumping sewage outside. That would be the day. Dude, if my neighbor started dumping raw sewage in a fucking bush because he's a hoarder near me, you're going to get that fucking two-piece with the swiftness. I'm going to lay you the fuck out eight ways to Sunday. You are not going to know what hit you. You know, I'm, I'll deck you and I'll put you right in that pile of dookie. Lickety split, you know. How the fuck nobody called the town on this lady? Her her house was so bad after they cleaned it that they actually ended up condemning it. So they went through all of this shit actually for the for the sole fact that it was a biohazard. That was the only reason why they even did anything. I think that they knew they were going to like just demolish the fucking house the minute that they set eyes on it, but they literally had to go in there and just get this lady had bottles filled with God knows what piss, shit, vomit. I mean, just absolutely rancid stuff, you know. And they're like, they're showing her family, you know. And you know, the sister's like, you know, well, this is the way she is. Like, dude, let me tell you something, man. If my family was living like that. There would be sit downs. There would be discussions. We'd have powwows over this. You know what I mean? This lady is like living on top of just dirty, shitty stuff. Like there's shit everywhere in this lady's house. And not only are you going to let your sister there, but this, this lady, like I said, her mother was living in this fucking dump too. And the sister did nothing about it then. So, who are you, you know? What kind of a person are you to allow that? I mean, this episode was disgusting. If you want to reach out, if you like dirty, (laughs) like just stinky, dirty, nasty shit, send me a DM and I'll send this to you because it is like next level nasty. I was like getting ready to fucking get, you know, up Chuck. It, it It was really, really raunchy, you know? And I'm not very squeamish, you know. I was one of those fucking kids, like, doing the faces of death and shit like that, you know, because stuff like that would get passed around, you know. In high school, you'd be like, oh, dude, I found this link to fucking ISIS videos or whatever the fuck. And then, you know, you're watching it. You know, we become so desensitized to, like, the most illest shit, you know. I remember I was just, I was on one one day. 
and I posted this uh, cartel video of this dude just getting fucking beheaded on a swift Sunday night in Mexico. And my family just fucking went absolutely bananas, you know, which I'm still not really sure why. I mean, it is what it is. You know, I'm just trying to spread the news and the reality of what the fuck is going on just a couple miles south of our border, you know, with these cartels. And my grandmother's sending me messages and shit. You know, you better take that down right now, buddy. You know, uh, that's unacceptable, you know. But, I mean, that, that's that's like, that's just another Wednesday night for us, you know, my generation. You know, next up would be fucking, you know, uh, fucking uh, ISIS videos and abortions. And, I mean, just, just the most disgusting shit, you know. And uh, this, I don't know, man. I just don't have the stomach no more. Hoarders fucking almost did me in. It almost made me do what I've never done, which is throw up watching something. There was something else I watched recently that had me really, really close to that too. And I don't remember what it was. I wish I did. Maybe I'll get back to you guys on that. <clears throat> but I said I wanted to keep it short, this, this episode here. We've been going on past few episodes hour hour and 30 um you know i want to keep it nice and light and fun considering that this is the the second episode of the week so here we are folks um this beautiful uh thursday night friday morning whatever you listen to it i want you to listen to a, a a really really good song and uh it's by the Isley Brothers. If you know anything about music, these fucking guys were... Honestly, they were underappreciated. Ernie Isley wasn't even included on the Rock and Roll 100 Greatest Guitarists of All Time. And I honestly... That right there kind of just writes off the whole, the whole thing, the whole deal. You know, I don't even take any of that for gospel. You know, because this guy is truly just a madman on the guitar and he's got so much swagger and these guys as a whole had so much swagger you know and uh just amazing they're still touring too so if you vibe with this song listen to some of their their other shit i mean these these guys have been sampled more times than anything biggie smalls kendrick lamar um i mean literally you can pick any song off of any of their albums and that song has been sampled it's fucking absolutely insane you know but they don't get no credit they don't get no respect as rodney dangerfield would say you know but the song i want you guys to listen to is voyage to atlantis by the isley brothers this shit right here guys this is a vibe on a whole nother level it's just funky it's groovy and ernie's just going ape shit in the beginning on the guitar and uh it's melodic and juicy. It's just, it's fucking, it's a masterpiece. Like, I, I listen to it, and I just get chills up and down my spine, you know? And uh, it's just like that that Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Just chills radiating out of my fucking core, you know? So I'll go give that there a listen. Thanks for listening, everybody. You guys have a great day, night, whatever. And uh, I'll catch up with you next week. Ciao.